weekly weekly music music podcast okay so uh we're gonna look at the new Dan Behar destroyer track that's called dream lover yeah uh, it just came out about uh, about four days ago you know both of us love the Behar uh, <laughs> back in the day back in the Behar <laughs> <laughs> We should write a song called Sitting on the Dock of the Behar. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that ha- hair you got going on now, it would certainly yeah. fit. Yeah. That was a good idea. Okay, so this is uh, off a new album called Poison Season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Behar, Poison Season. <laughs> Which is late August, August 28th, right in time for uh, Burning Man. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Dream. Load it up. What do, you, what do you know about this track in terms of where it was recorded? Uh, as far as I know, I think it was recorded, I, I think it's the factory, like a really big studio. In, yeah, in, in where? Vancouver. In Vancouver. Oh, okay. Yeah. One, one of more big ones. DC. No, no, it was, it was, they worked on it there as well, but I, I think, uh, they tracked, uh, most of it in this really big studio somewhere. Wow. I forget which one, it's like, like one of those ones where like, ACDC, you know, records the records or whatever, like a giant mega place. Yeah, so it like should sound pretty great. Like the guy that does, um, <laughs> what's that guy that does the rock and oh my god, what's his name? Oh yeah, Bob Rock. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that Either that one or, or one another one like it. I forget what it's called, but yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, hold on. You got it on YouTube. We got it on the YouTube. Uh, there's no video yet, but we just nope. track. So here we go. 348. One, two, three. three. Click. Yeah. That's a good start. You, you can't go wrong with saxophones. Yeah. That's like right off the bat. Like I feel like he'd open with this track. Yeah. Just... Yeah. You know, there's like I'm looking up the word "dream lover," and there's actually three songs called "Dream Lover." Really? Who sings the other ones? Well, Bobby Darren did the classic Dream Lover. And then there's a song by the Vaccines called Dream Lover. And then there's a song by Mariah Carey called Dream Lover. Oh, wow. Which of those three bands is most like Behar? (laughs) I would say probably Bobby Darren. Yeah, Yeah. I would have to agree with that. Um, But I wonder how that works. Like, if you have a song with the same title, like, it's just like, that's okay. Yeah, well, yeah, because... I don't think it'd be a problem, really. Like, there's probably a lot of songs that have more than one. Yeah. Like, like love songs, or That's... I don't know. That'd be a good thing. To find out like what song, what song title is used the most. Yeah. I wonder. Oh. Probably love is in there somewhere. There's also a film called Dream Lover, 1993. Huh. Um. What is this? You're sick in In the poison season. <laughs> he just does it every time. You can't can't do any wrong. This is a good song. This is a great song. Behar's aging well. well. That's you know, we could we could all just hope for that for ourselves. We all learn from Behar. Yeah, I think he, he does. He is he's like a fine wine. Yeah. He's saying, oh shit, here comes the sun. That's right. Oh, listen to those, that build up. 
is like, you just want to be driving around. Uh, this window's down right now, shirt's off. Yeah. You know who's playing the drums? Who, Mraz? No, <laughs> your man Josh from Black Mountain. Oh, Black Mountain. Yeah. Well, he's not my man, but I. Oh, he's, he's good. He's good folk. <laughs> Didn't you? I thought you grew up with him in. Uh, no, no, Michigan, Amber. Or, sorry, Maplebridge. Amber. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, I don't really know Josh at all. Oh okay. I just know Amber. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's look at these comments on here. Wow, 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 wow. This is everything I've always wanted. This man has perfect hair. <laughs> it reminds me of Wilco? What? Someone said our Dylan. Our Dylan, I get that. That's true. This man <laughs> has so much songwriting talent, it makes other artists look like children. <laughs> wow. That's the truth. I love this outro is like a minute long. I'm just it's like so just jamming. Yeah, they're kind of freeballing it, aren't they? Wow, I don't mind. Probably because they just learned the song like the day before, is my guess. Yeah, this would be a wicked track to hear if they're playing a live show and like, boom, first track. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. Do you know who's on sax? Is it Rich Sexton? <laughs> uh, no, it's not Rich Sexton. <laughs> oh. Nice. Yeah, that was like a minute 20 outro. Mostly outro. Well, this is good. There you go. Dream Lover. Hot, Dream hot Lover. new summer uh, album on the way from uh, Destroyer. From the Bayar. And then it's touring, obviously, with uh, Frog Eyes. <laughs> no, I don't think they're touring with them, but I, the Frog Eyes are playing the show uh, in, in Vancouver. Um, <laughs> well, they have yeah. so many tour dates. It's crazy. Like, it's like. 45 shows or something. Really? Yeah, this is nuts. Oh, so, on, okay, so this is what he has to say about that song. It says, yeah. we only played Dream Lover twice before we did the version that you hear on the record, so the band barely knew it. There you and go. We had, enough, we had enough musical time clock that things happened really easily. And if they didn't, they got thrown out right away, which is my favorite way of working. Yeah, that's smart. Wow. Get it fresh. Oh, it says, for that song, we tore down the drum hut and opened up the doors in the studio and just played it really loud. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that's not what Steve Albini would do. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Albini would be, like, using a, like, meter stick to measure, like, how far the microphone was from... Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to shave your beard because the sound... <laughs> it's, it's affecting the recording. <laughs> but I do love Steve Albini, obviously. I do, too. Okay, well, what do you give it out of a million? This is our this is our shtick. Uh, <laughs> this is like bring the fans back every week. Yeah, all, all twenty-five, all twenty-seven of them. Yeah, all twenty-seven. We got we're bumped. Yeah. We're getting bumped. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. give this a yeah. nine hundred and fifty thousand. That's awesome. Yeah, because it's fucking killer. Yeah. Wicked outro. Just, yeah. just pure Bayhar. Just like cruising into dadhood like it's no big deal <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a well you know uh, you know I, I cannot uh, I cannot give anything less than uh, a million on this song it's a, it's a cool million it's a cool million cool. it's up there with King Kunta <laughs> it's up there with no King Kunta I mean it's a hot million 
Uh, what did I give it? 1.4 million or something? It was high. <laughs> that, that, was my, that was my summer track. This is also going to be part of my summer track. Yeah. This is but, for uh, when... Yeah. It's flawless. Yeah, it's really good. Good title. Um, just the crazy lyrics, like... Yeah. You're, you're sick in the head. You love a dog to play dead. I think I... <laughs> oh, my God. He said... One of the lyrics is, I think I used to be more fun. Yeah. yeah we all go. do, Bayar. We all do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Well, should we get on to the music news? Music news. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Okay. Yeah, let's, uh, well, I, yeah, I just got a bunch of music news stuff, but like, basically I just want to talk about David Letterman, really. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Introduce it. Here we go. Episode 11. Episode 11. Uh, this is Beard No Beard back after a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, what happened there? Well, we, our life just got in the way. It did. Yeah. RV season started, so... <laughs> That that you know that'll mix up any plans. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been like probably like two and a half weeks, almost three weeks. Yeah, I think you're right. So David Letterman, did it make you cry? Oh, I haven't watched the final episode yet because yeah. it's gonna be sad. But oh man, like it's Impressed. yeah, it's just I don't know. I've been talking about it a lot. Like I just he's the best, and you know we're almost the same age, right? So it's like yeah. Yeah. Letterman has just always been there. Like, yeah. Like, he's just always there. Like, no like problem. Like a filet of fish, yeah. Like a filet of fish, just there, like, when you want it. Like, I could get a filet of fish right now. I could just go get it. <laughs> but now I can't just be like, I'm going to watch Letterman tonight. Like, no. that's, I just have to watch the old ones. He's different. Like, he was, he's, he had a, he had the dark sense of humor, which you don't yeah. find so much anymore. Like, Jimmy Fallon, not funny. Yeah, like, he, he's not, he relies too much on the skits and, like, the yeah. internet. Like, yeah. Letterman was just, like, a dude talking to other people, and he was, like, so yeah. good at it. He was. But, like, yeah. Jimmy Fallon is, like, yelling all the time, and he's, like, cutting people off and talking about himself. and Yeah. Like, there's that Nicole Kidman thing where she had him on. I don't know if you remember this. And, uh, like, they were talking about how they hung out one time, and they were, then, like, Nicole Kidman thought they were on a date, but Jimmy Fallon didn't know they were on a date. And then Okay. Jimmy Fallon, like, he's like, oh, I'm stupid, I didn't know I was, I was on a date with Nicole Kidman, yeah. but it's like, I don't, that's, why, why are you telling me this, like, yeah, yeah, why, like, not that I care about Nicole Kidman, because, like, I don't care about Nicole Kidman, but, like, he just had her on, and then had her telling stories about him, yeah, like, that's fucked up, that's well, weird, it's like, yeah, and then, like, you know, you have Letterman, who's, like, Paris Hilton is on, and she's like, I don't want to talk about jail, and he's like, that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so <laughs> that's a very different style. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's awesome. He's, yeah, I'm gonna miss. It. You know, I was thinking about it. Yeah, he's always been on TV. My, you know, my dad and mom used to watch him. And, you know, it just used to be. Yeah, it's just like a staple. Like it's, it's yeah, it's his it's his brand and style of humor is is very unique. So yeah, and it was awesome how like. Bill Murray was his first guest, and then yeah. his last guest, like, that is so awesome. To like, tie it back to music, though, Everlong, Foo Fighters, like, what? I was thinking about that. Why is that his favorite song? Like, that's such a oh, bizarro choice. Did you watch, yeah, I just watched that clip from when he got back from heart surgery. Yeah. Did you watch, like, the old one from, like, 2000? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it is, just... But, I don't know, well, I, you know me, I love the Foo Fighters, so I think they're... I do, like, I like the Foo Fighters. I yeah. do. I, I like the Foo Fighters, but it's just—it strikes me as an odd choice for a man of his age. Like he would probably be what, like late forties when that that when uh, that song came out. Well, when did 
Uh, like 97, I think. 97, that song came out. Is that off their first album? Uh, second one, I think. No. Oh. Uh, yeah, so late, for, I guess. Yeah, late I don't know. I don't know like, like, you think he'd have, like, he'd be more into, I don't know, earlier stuff. or I don't know, but yeah, I was kind of surprised that it's like his favorite song and his favorite band. Yeah. It blew me away. Yeah. I thought it would have been like Bob Dylan or something at the end or. You know. Yeah, well, he would have probably had Warren Zevon on because that was always one of his favorites. But that's he's right. Like, yeah, Rest in peace, Warren Zevon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was reading this this stupid Pitchfork article about Letterman, like how he yeah. like launched a whole bunch of bands. But it was kind of interesting, actually. How you yeah. Know, well, that's where I saw this uh, that Everlong thing. But yeah, there's a wicked Beastie Boys clip where they're outside and then they come into the theater. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Uh, yeah, is there any bands that you saw in there for the first time? You're like, holy crap, who are these guys? Uh, not that I remember. But, well, that remember like, a couple of years ago there was that Future Islands thing. Yeah. Like, I had no idea who those guys were. Yep. That's, but that's about it. Maybe back in the day I saw a band and I was like, whoa, wow, that's cool. I, but I have no idea. Yeah, there was, remember the Strokes when they played the guy that was pretty electric, that, that show. That was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did the Japan Droids play on the Letterman or no? Just the I Conan? Don't I don't know. Oh, yeah, they played on there, remember? Yeah, I think they did, yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking, like, I watched that other that other uh, video. It's like, are these your drums? Or yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, <laughs> it would be wicked if the Prouser showed up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, are these your drums? <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is in the music news? I saw I saw the Kurt Cobain uh, movie. Oh, let's hear about that. Well, montage of heck. Uh, I didn't even research this at all. I just uh, saw this movie. I don't know who directed it or 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 what it's all about, but uh, I would say, like accurately, I would say there's like 20% new footage. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, like, I mean, like, new information, maybe I should say. Oh, okay, well, that's not a lot then. But, like, just new no. footage would be kind of cool, but... Like, I mean, footage in the sense, like, a whole movie does not a documentary make. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, like, a lot of sweet clips of, like, um, of his family, like, they interview his dad a little bit, his sister a little bit, his mom a little bit, which has never, I don't think, has been done. And then also they interview the, the girlfriend, first girlfriend, who, they, who, who has been interviewed before, um, wow. much more extensively. Um, and then a few, a few whole movies, and then they just piece it together with, like, his journals, and, like, mm. they, make, they make cartoons out of, like, the, the segues and stuff. It's, it's pretty underwhelming, like, I don't know. Hmm. I, I think as a so, if you were a casual Nirvana fan, it would be it would be a good entry point into their into his sort of life and history of the band, a uh, uh, history of Kurt Cobain. But for someone that uh, you know, if you if you know you know if you've looked up on YouTube and and read the diaries, it's like there's barely any new information. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, but it's kind of like like you know that's like twenty something years ago now. Like how. Yeah. How much new info could they come up with? Well, it was interesting because, like, they they had an opportunity to sort of talk to the sister, who I thought would have been really 
uh, neat uh, person to get to know better as well as the mom and the dad, but they didn't really get a lot of screen time. Like it was probably like five minutes worth of material. They didn't really dig too deep. So that was weird. I don't know. Yeah, actually, that's, that's interesting that, so that this ties into one of the, the album story or one of the music stories I was going to talk about, actually. Yeah. So should we move on to that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, so well, before we go on, what would you give the movie out of a million? Uh, I would give it 200,000 because I was like... <laughs> 20%. Like, 20% new footage, that's all you get. I mean, I, I want to see him as a baby, like waving hi to the camera. And, yeah. But uh, Oh, one thing I did find out was that he, he was living off his girlfriend, his first girlfriend. Like, he just didn't do anything and she paid his way the whole time. Wow, that's great. Like, Which I thought was kind of lame. Like, because he's Actually, sort of like a purport, pur you know, he's like claimed to be a feminist and stuff, but then he's like... Yeah. Living off yeah. your girlfriend. That was funny because I saw there was like some photos that came out, like I don't know when, I just saw them of like the apartment that he used to rent with Courtney Love in LA. Yes. And yes. like when, when they left the apartment and it was like looked yeah. like shit. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know what? That's fucked up. Like you're a bad tenant. Like that's a, that's a dick move. Like yes. you kind of forget that, that like, you yeah. know, like you said, this dude lived off his girlfriend who's like, bad tenant like crazy drugs like yeah obviously i love nirvana you love nirvana but i was like yeah. eh, it's kind of no, weird first, first girlfriend though first girlfriend you lived off of the night like the nice one in olympia there yeah yeah well yeah, that's yeah. what i'm saying like but oh, you, sorry, yeah. you just forget like mm -hmm. probably a dick <laughs> yeah 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 but well, yeah yeah awesome like, music kind of, yeah awesome music but yeah a little disheartening to hear hear that but yeah you know but, he was also so, like so young he was like tw like 25 year old not that that excuses it but it's like these we're talking about kids really I mean, they're just yeah like, totally stu stupid kids you know yeah yeah but that but, goes to my other story i was going to talk about which is that spin like that stupid magazine they just put out yeah. the three the 300 best albums of the last 30 years <laughs> 300 I don't think I've ever listened to 300 albums. Though. Exactly. Like, <laughs> number one was Nevermind, but I was like, really? Like, what? Three, yeah, 300 best albums. Like, that's. I that's couldn't a... even name 300 albums. I'd be like, yeah. Nimrod, Green Day, uh... <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Know, Rage Against the Machine, and. Slimy Stream. Yeah, there you go. I'm out. But I was like, okay, this is like, we've reached like peak list now. Like, you don't. Like, why even bother? to like put that out. Can you imagine like the, the editor's like, okay guys, we're doing a new story. Like <laughs> submit submit your best 300 albums and we'll put them in a spreadsheet and figure it out. And then like everyone has to do little write-ups for those albums. Like, come on. What if you had to make the final decision on the best album of all time? What would you put for yours? Me? Yeah. Oh, Van Morrison, Astro Weeks. Really? Really? Oh yeah, number one. Oh, number yeah. one. Number oh yeah, one. That, that one. That's it. That's hmm. it. Interesting. But, um, okay, so where were we? Spin. You picked Astral Weeks. Astral Weeks. Yeah. Why do you like that? I I've tried listening to that record and I I just I don't I just can't figure it out. I I, I don't know. It's just, it just that's it. just my answer forever forever. Just that's it. Astral Weeks. Astral yeah. Weeks. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a best album podcast one day where we talk. That about would be it. your favorite. I would go uh, television, Marky Moon. Oh yeah, right. Are you going to that show? Oh yeah, that's the only show that I. I don't think I've ever bought a ticket to a show at the Commodore before. Oh no, that's not true. I went to the Hives, I think. 
in 2001 <laughs> or whatever, wow. 2002. But yeah, wow. this is I think the only show I've ever bought ticket to go see. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was thinking, yeah. man, that would be when is it? June 25th. Oh yeah. yeah. I wish I had more money. <laughs> yeah, that would be an expensive trip. Is it sold out? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think so. It's crazy because on the Facebook it says 552 people are going. Yeah. What's the capacity of Commodore? 900? Uh, uh, yeah, around there. Yeah. Tickets are 35 bucks. That's actually cheap to see television. That's... Like, they I, rule. They do rule. And they apparently still sound really good, so... Oh, really? That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's two. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good pick. That would be up yeah. there. I'll put it up there. Um, okay, what else? So we talked about the movie. We talked about... The spin. Yeah. Um, the only other news things I saw were that uh, Shellac is touring. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That. So if you live in West Coast, they're doing like two days in Seattle, two days in Portland. Yeah. And then they're going to LA and a couple other places. So that would be rad because they totally. kick ass. Yeah, you're it's pro shellac. They're, uh, yeah, they're great. Yeah. So Albini. And then, and then I heard about this new Billy Corgan tour. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's touring with Marilyn Manson. What? Yeah, let's pull it up here. Let's Google okay. it. Okay, Billy Corgan. Google search. There was a live stream of the announcement. Really? Yeah. Okay, so there's a thing here. Billy Corgan and Marilyn Manson had a press conference, and these are the 10 funniest quotes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Billy, Billy? Okay. It's called the End Times Joint Tour. It kicks off in July. They, uh, they play Vancouver? Uh, I don't know. Billy Corgan says music industry is run by feckless idiots. Yeah, I saw that. That he was on like Bloomberg TV or something, or like a he's on like a a stock market show talking about how artists need to like you know sell not sell themselves but like I don't yeah know, just do more blah blah blah. It's just it's weird. He's wearing a tie. <laughs> Six no. things Billy Corgan doesn't like on the on the Huffington Post. Oh, great. He doesn't like being called weird. He doesn't like Manson's ex-girlfriend, Rose McGowan. He doesn't like hipsters. Play the record nostalgia tours. Greatest hit sets. Justin Timberlake. Those are the six things he doesn't like. He doesn't like Justin Timberlake? Corgan repeatedly teased Manson for listening to a surprising amount of tunes from the InSync album as part of his pre-show backstage playlist. Wow. It's hard for me to take anything he says seriously because he just got a job with like TNA Wrestling, <laughs> and he's like a senior producer or something or like a some kind of. And I was like, dude, are you kidding? Like, just just take all your money. Yeah. Just, just go hang out and do something cool. Yeah. He doesn't need to do all these silly things. He should just work on music. Yeah. So, do like melancholy like two. Yeah, or just like hang out with Rick White and <laughs> just like do stuff. Like don't even don't even like be in the public anymore. No, no, no.
Dallas.